Austin, Texas. It all starts at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. There's a pass across the 10-second line. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted by Bailey Richmond. They get the ball down to Mays. He is double-teamed. Mays out to Reimer. Same spot from the corner. Shot good three-pointer. Reimer with a three and a two to get the fourth quarter started. Tonight, it's a Tri-City battle in Kearney as the Bearcats welcome in the Hastings High Tigers. High School Basketball and Center Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Kearney High will get it to Robinson on the right block. He faces the hoop, tries to make a move, has to kick it out. Open Clevenger for the three. The Bearcats are back on top. Trey Clevenger knocks down the three. The Hastings girls split their last two meetings with the Cats last year, while the boys look to avenge last year's loss and snap Carney's school record of a nine-game winning streak. It's the Tigers and Bearcats coming up next, but first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Carney High School with ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back to high school basketball here on ESPN Radio. This is the new Tech Seed pregame show ready for the boys portion of tonight's Tri-City doubleheader between the Hastings High Tigers and the Kearney High Bearcats. With our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda getting you ready for the second game. The girls game, it was a struggle offensively through three quarters. It ends up Kearney 42, Hastings 37. Hastings was up 9-1 at the end of the first quarter. And a lot of the scoring in the fourth quarter came in the last 90 seconds. So three threes from Hastings and a few free throws from Carney. Both teams led by as many as nine points in the game. But Carney High able to get to 10 and 7 with the victory here tonight. In the boys' game, Hastings has dropped their last two to state-rated Gothenburg and Columbus, while Carney High has rattled off a school record nine in a row, beating Omaha Westside and Lincoln High over the weekend. But it's rivalry week here in the new Bearcats Gymnasium with Hastings and Grand Island coming in. We'll take a look at the starting lineups right after this on ESPN Radio. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show. It's time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. 
Oops. <laughs> you ever hit the wrong button? Let's just go ahead and take a look at the uh, starting lineups for tonight's ball game. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Hastings Tigers, number one, their leading scorer at 12 points a game of 5'9", senior Vinny Schmidt. Number three, six-foot sophomore, Quentin Sinek. Number five, six-seven junior, Kristen Creech. Number 11, 5'8", freshman, Connor Creech. And number 23, a 6'5", senior, Zane Bender. Head coach of the Hastings High Tigers is Lance Creech, assisted by Mike Simmons, Randy Schultz, and Doug Sinek. Hastings is now 7-9 and nine on the season. We're going to have our second national anthem of the night, so we'll take a break and look at the starting lineups for Kearney right after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Now let's continue our starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank with the hometown Carney High Bearcats. Number three, six foot one inch senior Jake Techmeyer. Number 11, five nine senior Trey Clevenger. Number 24, six two senior Ryan Koski. Number 43, six six sophomore Shiloh Robinson. And the Bearcats leading scorer at 19 and a half points a game. Number 44, six three junior Cannon Coster. The head coach of the Bearcats is Drake Moronic, assisted by Jim Moran. They are now 12-4 and four on the season, ranked number four in Class A. The starting line is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're clean on the injury standpoint. Most of the kids have gotten over any of the illness that they fought. Kearney and Hastings both had a little bit of that last week. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We'll tip it off right after this. Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Team is eager to serve your livestock production needs. Hello, this is Cody Heinrich. With winter in full swing, now is the time to start thinking about your spring mineral, livestock supplements, and equipment needs. Our Aurora team focuses on a personalized approach for your operation that includes customized ration balancing that works for you. Contact me or your local Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutritionist to learn more and take advantage of our early mineral and supplement booking programs. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry or Jason Stark 
for a new tech seed dealer near you. Carney High will win the opening tip, pick and roll. Koski scores on the assist from Techmeyer, and Carney High gets the first bucket of the basketball game, and they'll put on some full-court trapping, and this could be trouble for Hastings tonight. Can they handle it? Vinny Schmidt with a basketball, swings it out to Christian Creech. Creech, Christian, 6-7, but not an offensive threat here. He's more of a defensive player, and they're going to get a 10-second count, but first Lance Creech calls a timeout. Not what you wanted to see. Probably practiced on this a little bit, and the first time that Carney slaps a little pressure on, you get a timeout here brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 7.22 7.22 to go in the first quarter. 2 to nothing. Carney taking a look at uh, what else is going on tonight. St. Cecilia and Adams Central, that battle of top 10 boys teams in Class B and C2, or C1 and C2, is currently airing on 12.30 a.m. KHAS. And coming up at the top of the hour, the Carney Catholic boys hosting Ravenna in the Luplatt Conference quarterfinals at Cope Gymnasium. Later this week here on ESPN from the Viero Events Center, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, it's the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. And Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from Gibbon, the Luplatt Conference Tournament on Classic Hits. So we're ready to go, and Hastings will set up here against the pressure and get it to Vinny Schmidt. Schmidt from Bender, the two leading scorers on this team. Bender gets you about nine a game, Schmidt about 12, but a team that only averages about 46 as they try to put some pressure on here early on and take Hastings out of this basketball game. Tigers dribbling around with the freshman in Connor Creech. He'll swing it over on the left wing to Sinek. Carney playing man-to-man. They love to do that, but we saw a little zone last week, which I flat out asked Coach Baronic in the postgame how much he hates zone, but he says something you got to do to get a team out of rhythm when they've got it going right now. Hastings just trying to hold on to the ball. They haven't even had a look at a shot yet, and they've had the ball for about 40 seconds on this possession. Connor Creech down to the post to Bender. Bender double-teamed by Coster and Robinson back out top. Schmidt looked at a three, swings it over to Sinek. Sinek for three. It spins out no good. Rebound cannot be grabbed underneath, and it's tipped all the way out top and deflects to Sinek, and Hastings will get another opportunity. Creech with the ball between the circles, back over to Sinek on the left side of the key on the switch. Techmeyer will come back out on top on Quinton. He'll hand it to Connor Creech, bumps into Techmeyer. little... Maturity difference between those two and almost could have been a foul. Might be next time around. Playing around the perimeter, trying to look inside. Nothing there. Bounce pass gets it down to the low block. To Bender tries to kick it into the corner. It's stolen away by Cannon Coster. Coster outlet to Koski on the right wing to Techmeyer. Against the man-to-man of the Tigers. Trying to get the open look from the free throw line. Can't get it there against Sinek. And they'll go to Clevenger on the wing to Coster. Coming off an outstanding weekend. Drives inside the paint. Bounce pass to Robinson. And Shiloh will hit the reverse layup. And Carney is up 4 to nothing. 5.40 to go here in the first quarter of play. Again, 27 and 28 points in the two games last week for Coster. And here the long pass is picked off by Cannon. Cannon will bring it up, but it's three on five, so he'll just slow it down. Hand it off to Ryan Koski. Lanes wide open back to Coster. Coster and Robinson wants to play the two-man game. They'll reverse it over to Techmeyer down low. Robinson takes it outside the paint, puts it on the floor. One-hand dribble, puts it inside. Of course, you can't dribble with two. It'd be double dribble. Shot's no good. Rebound brought down by Connor Creech, but the shot wouldn't go. Pull up three at the other end. It's going to spin out. No good for Christian Creech. And the rebound brought down by the Bearcats. And off the floor comes Clevenger to Coster. Thought about the three. Gets inside Creech to Robinson. Point blank layup is good. Carney looking good here early on with a 6-0 lead against the Tigers. Hastings just trying to get the ball up the floor. They're really having trouble with this in-your-face zone trap that turns into a man-to-man. 
The sophomore Sinek brings it across the timeline. Reverse it to the right wing to Creech. Connor drives baseline down the lane, and he stepped out of bounds. Tried to take it behind the bucket and ran out of real estate. Third turnover here for Hastings. And Carson Schwartz now comes in for Trey Clevenger, the normal substitution here for the Bearcats. 4.30 to go, first quarter, Carney six, Hastings nothing as Schwartz pushes it up the floor, hands it off to Coster on the left wing. Dribbles to the top of the key, picks it up there, guarded in the man-to-man by Christian Creech. Off of Schwartz, Schwartz off the pick, gets it to the right baseline, back out to Coster. Koski had the shot, but he thought Cannon would pull the trigger on the three. He did not. Coster has it again. Now they clear it out against Creech. Takes it down in paint. Pull-up jumper from six. No good. Pretty good defense that time by Creech. And the rebound brought down by Zane Bender. Bender starts the dribble up the floor and then leaves it off for Connor Creech. The freshman guard will bring it up with Schwartz on his right hip. Uses the arm to defend him. Kick it back up to Christian. Right wing three. Cynic fires. It's too strong. No good. Rebound comes right back at him, but Coster... Boxes out the shooter, gets the board, brings it up the floor. Bounce pass to Robinson, and he'll lay it up and in. It was in front of the Rowdies who were waiting for the dunk, but he just didn't quite grab it clean enough. And it's 8 to nothing. Carney High, Robinson has six points. Breaking the press, and then Hastings threw it away. They were so excited that they finally had an open look at what probably would have been a Hastings layup that he just put too much air on it. And checking into the ball game will be Duong Tang. Tang, a 6'2 junior, will check in for the Tigers. And Christian Creech will set down. Coster with it. Tang on him. Really kind of handsy out there. Gets it back out to Schwartz. To Coster, they cleared out for him one-on-one. Takes him into the paint. Steps through the double team. And the scoop shot is good for Cannon Coster, who has his first bucket tonight. And the Bearcats, a 10-0 start here in the first five minutes at home. Inbound to Connor Creech. Back on a baseline to Tang. Almost stepped out of bounds, but now Hastings breaks the press. They've got a three-on-two, but Sinek wants nothing to do with attacking the hoop and hits the trailer in Zane Bender. Back out to Tang. Tang continues the dribble against Shiloh Robinson outside the arc. Up top to Vinny Schmidt, looking to get a shot away. He's guarded by Brant Barth, who's into Tang for three. It's no good. One and done again as Coster will grab the rebound. 0 of 4 from the outside early on for the Tigers, one of the reasons they have not scored. Koski on the right wing, up top to Barth. Barth puts the ball on the floor, brings it to the right elbow, dishes it off to Koski, out to Koster, 4-3, it's in. The first three attempted by the Bearcats rolls home, and this one might be over early. The Bearcats out in a hurry, 13-0, as Tang brings it up the floor, then fires it up to Zane Bender. Back to Duan Tang, to Creech, Sinning, Against the Carney man-to-man, finally get it down on the block to Zane Bender. He'll make a move on Robinson, who plays great defense. The reverse layup didn't quite get there. Shiloh will get the rebound. Up the floor come the Bearcats. Schwartz hands it off to Koski. The trailer is Robinson. He wants to put the ball on the floor, and as he does, he's going to get a blocking foul called on Zane Bender, which tripped him up there a little bit. And that'll be the first foul of the game on either team, and we've got mass substitutions. Here comes Austin Craig, 6'4", senior, into the game for Hastings. Carney High's got Clevenger back in there. Joaquin Robinson will come in. Also in for Hastings is number zero, Seth Simonson. Inbounds pass, Brant Barth, left-handed, five-footer in the lane, no good. Bounces around, and it comes down to Connor Creech, his second board. Outlet pass to Tang. 
Tang starts to the right side and then stops right on the three-point line and they'll reverse it to Creech. Back up top, Clevenger knocked it away. Clevenger trying to pick it up and take it in for a shot. Gives it off to Techmeyer, who scored. Jake Techmeyer with the layup off the steal from Trey Clevenger. By the time he picked it up, he was looking up at his own rim, so he just decided to hand it off. 15-0 Bearcats. Tang into the paint, and we're going to get a foul called on Carney High trying to keep him out of there. It's going to be on Jake Techmeyer. First foul of the game on the Bearcats. And Hastings will take it out underneath their own hoop. But first, checking in for Carney High will be Devin Coble. So right now, Coach Baronic with a 15-0 cushion in the first quarter is able to bring in Coble earlier than usual to give him a little time. On the inbounds pass, Schmidt will fire the three. It is no good. Schwartz will get the rebound. Carson up the floor. Wanted to dish it to Robinson, but Tang steps in front and makes the steal. Carney's first turnover. One minute to go here in the first quarter. It's all Bearcats, 15 to nothing. Hastings still not across the timeline, and there's a long pass up to Seth Simonson. Picked up by Coble on a mismatch. Down to Craig. He's outside the block, so he kicks it out to Tang, who attacks the baseline, hands it off to Schmidt. Good ball fake. Pulls up from 12 and hits it. First bucket of the ball game, and it belongs to the leading scorer for the Tigers, Vinny Schmidt. But it took over seven minutes to get on the board here. 15-2 in favor of Carney High. Coble over on the right wing, Clevenger. And Coach Drake Baronic's going to call a timeout. Brings some of his starters back in for what should probably be their last shot of the first quarter. 28 seconds to go in the first. Kearney 15, Hastings 2. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. As always, the games on ESPN, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Hastings. Kearney High, the final 28 seconds, setting up a play out of the timeout from Coach Drake Baronic. Working it around the perimeter with the original five starters back on the floor. Techmeyer at the top of the circle with 15, gives it to Coster. Gets a little closer to Clevenger. Now pocks it back out. High one, four. Over to Coster. Coach Creech knows what's coming, so they double Coster. Over to Koski. 19-footer is no good. Ball is going to go out of bounds off of Carney with a half second to go. Might allow Hastings to chuck one up the length of the court here. Tang to throw it in. And they'll just hold it. That's the end of the first quarter of play. All Carney, Bearcats 15, the Hastings Tigers 2, here on ESPN. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. 
Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine. South Central Avenue, Carney. We go to the second quarter of play. The Bearcats 15, Hastings 2. Shiloh Robinson with 6. Cannon Coster with 5 for Carney. Hastings 5 turnovers to the Bearcats 1. 0 of 5 from 3-point land for Hastings. Carney 1 of 1. Well, Hastings will get the ball to start the second quarter of play. Trailing 15 to 2 in the girls' game. Carney was down 9 to 1. They won the basketball game. Three-pointer Creech to start the second quarter is on the way and in. Connor Creech with more points on the first shot of the second quarter than Hastings was able to muster in the first, so who knows? Cannon Coster off the screen from Robinson. Gives it to Koski into the corner to Clevenger. Back out to Ryan to Techmeyer. Off the screen back to Cannon. Down to the low block. They'll get it to Shiloh Robinson. Good spin move off the glass around Bender up and in. Eight points for Shiloh Robinson. Little wrestling tonight. Grand Island beat Hastings 45-28 in that duel. 17-5. Carney High leads it by a dozen after getting the first 15 points of the game. And Connor Creech will bring it across the timeline. Start right, working on Koski, switches to the left, hands it to Schmidt, guarded by Techmeyer on the block. Bender tries to make the pass, but it's tipped and stolen away. Techmeyer picks up the loose ball, heads the other way, makes the bucket, but they're not going to count it. They're going to say a blocking foul on Connor Creech. And that'll be his first personal foul. Just the second foul. Each team only had one in the first quarter. And Techmeyer will throw it in underneath. Carney Catholic boys lead Ravenna at the end of the first quarter. 17-9 on Classic Hits. 98-9. Lob it all the way out to center court to Trey Clevenger. who gives it to Coster. One-on-one against Christian Creech. One hard dribble then pulls up and buries the 10-footer. And Cannon now with seven. 19 to 5. So Coster and Robinson really carried the team this last weekend offensively. Earlier in the month, Coster was getting good 12 points, averaging 19, but some of the other guys like Techmeyer had a 19-point game at Miller North. So we'll see if they get involved more as this game moves on. Bender in the paint makes a nice move on Robinson, switches to the left hand and scores. Zane Bender, best move of the night for the Hastings Tigers. So they look a little more comfortable here to start the second quarter than what we saw to start the game. Coster with the dribble on the right elbow, gives it back over to Koski, hands it off to Techmeyer. Techmeyer off the high screen, floats down the lane, had to switch hands and didn't get it there. Creech will grab the rebound. Christian gives it up to Connor to Schmidt. Schmidt gets it across the timeline. All three guards trying to find a way to trap him now run back on their man-to-man, and Connor Creech will come in. His left-hander was adjusted by Shiloh Robinson. It's no good. And the rebound comes down to Carney and a foul on Christian Creech. Oh, no. Pardon me. They're going to call that on Shiloh. That'll be his first personal foul. Hastings will get it underneath their own hoop. And they'll lob it all the way out top. Holding on to the basketball will be Connor Creech. Down by 12, but can they get back at his ball game after being down 15-0? 
Here's Christian Creech from 17, and he'll knock it down. You can just tell that Christian was one of those kids that grew up being a guard that all of a sudden growth spurt, and now he's 6'7", just like Dad, maybe even a little taller. And it's 19-9. So since the 15-0 start, a 9-4 run here by the Bearcats. Coster with the ball at the top of the circle, playing catch with Clevenger, trying to get that screen and roll working. They do for a three. Cannon hits it. Ten points for Cannon Coster. Carney's only shot two threes, both by Coster, and he has hit them both. 22-9, Bearcats. Five minutes to go here in quarter number two. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at some other scores, recap the girls' game, which Carney was able to scratch out 42-37 over Hastings. Off the screen, Vinny Schmidt working on Coster. Tries to go by him. Jump stop. Got Coster to bite in the air and lays it up and in. Nice play by Vinny Schmidt to get his second bucket of the ball game. 22-11 Bearcats. Quickly up the floor, Clevenger back to Cannon over to Trey. Clevenger looking in for Robinson. Bender's on him, so they'll reverse it over to Koski. Tried to get it to Techmeyer. The ball deflected out of bounds by Sinek. And now Schwartz and Barth are back in for the Bearcats. And Seth Simonson will come in for Hastings in what could be a monster upset in the Lou Platt Conference. The Donovan Trumbull girls lead Ravenna at the end of the third quarter, 40-39. to Lobbed to Robinson, hit the front of the rim, and Carney will turn it over. You know, that's a turnover, but statistically, it's a missed shot. Seth Simonson gets the rebound. So Carney still has one turnover. All depends who's keeping the book, too. With it up top is going to be Vinny Schmidt. He'll give it off to Connor Creech. Off three screens. Here's Schmidt for a three. He's fouled. Coster trying to get a hand in his face. Made a little contact. His first, and that'll allow Vinny Schmidt to go to the line for three free throws. These are the first charity shots for either team in the game. 22-11 Bearcats. 3.56 remaining here in the first half of play. Again, Carney jumped out 15-0. Hastings has outscored them since then as the free throw is up and in. Vinny Schmidt. 22-12. He's got two more coming. Don't forget, tons more sports coming up. Second free throw good. Conference basketball the rest of the week. The Lou Platt on Classic Hits 98.9. The Fort Kearney here on ESPN. And the third free throw on the way, and it's bouncing around no good. Rebound will be pulled down by Brant Barth, and here come the Bearcats. Outlet, Coster takes it in and missed the dunk. Rebound brought down by Seth Simonson. That has not happened maybe all year for Coster, but that one is no good. And then at the other end, Creech trying to stay out of the tie-up. Connor gets it to his brother Christian in the corner, who gets out of there and back up top to Schmidt. Reverse it left side, Simonson comes down the baseline, floater over Robinson, won't go. Bender gets the rebound, immediately gets out of there with it. Zane probably had position, but he was falling away from the hoop, so he didn't want to square up against Robinson. Schmidt takes it in again, double clutch, no good. Robinson got a hand on it, and here come the Carney High Bearcats. Up the floor, they'll hand it off on the right wing. Carson Schwartz in the corner to Barth. Back up top, Coster over to Techmeyer. Jake, an open three. All twine for Jake Techmeyer. And Carney, again, is three for three from three-point land, and the lead is out to 12. So a lot of work by the Tigers to get close in this one or back in it. Now they're down a dozen again. Up the floor with it, Vinny Schmidt. 
Looks for someone to get it to. He does to Connor Creech. He'll try a three and answer right back. Second three for Creech here in the quarter. 25-16 Bearcats now getting a little pace to the basketball game with 2.40 to go in the first half of play. Schwartz over in the left corner. Trying to get Robinson posted up, working on Bender. He's outside the paint, puts it on the floor, spins once, spins back, takes the shot. Well, what are you going to do? Zane Bender, great defense, and Shiloh Robinson just made the shot. Ten points in the basketball game. That was nothing you could be disappointed about if you're Coach Lance Creech. Bender did a great job, and he just hit a tough shot on you. Now they're in trouble, and a timeout going to be called before turning the basketball over, trapped in the corner again. 2.16 to go in the first half of play. It is Kearney 27, Hastings 16. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. You're listening to High School Basketball on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Doug Duda, our producer Jeff Ekstrom here at Kearney High School. Not the biggest crowd of the year. I get it to Tuesday night. A lot of other things are going on. Hockey teams playing at home tonight on the Breeze 94.5 against Omaha. Get you an update on that as well. Right now, Seth Simonson has it for the Hastings Tigers. He'll give it off to Creech. Creech, Connor, brings it to the high post. Right elbow, thought about it, then gives it off to Jacob Schroeder, who came in during the timeout. He's another freshman on this team, and the pass picked off by Coster. He'll take it in, and he is grabbed in an intentional foul. Oh, Connor Creech, just a freshman mistake there. He just kind of tried to bear hug him. And Coster felled it, so he kind of pulled back, and he did not make the shot. So that'll be foul number two on Connor, just the third of the half. St. Cecilia boys had a 13-10 lead over Adams Central after one quarter. Free throw is good. So on the intentional foul, two free throws and the ball. 12, 11 points for Coster, trying to make it 12. Second free throw is good. So 29 to 16, and Carney will get the ball underneath their own hoop. Minute 46 to go here in the first half. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. And Techmeyer will throw it in. Jake on the baseline. Lobs it to Robinson, short block right side. Puts it on the floor after the ball fake. Does a good job to keep the pivot foot up and under Benner and scores. 12 points for Shiloh Robinson, and that ends up being a four-point trip now. Tri-City Storm was up 1-0 on Omaha, getting into the second period as Connor Creech brings it up the floor, stops at midcourt, has to go backwards to Vinny Schmidt, who gives it back to Connor into the front court. Right corner, they'll get it to Schroeder. Schroeder picks his dribble up on Brant Barth. Needs some help, bounce pass to Schmidt. 115 to go here before halftime. Vinny isolated against Schwartz, gets it down low. Bender inside, turns over Robinson and scored. Zane was able to get Robinson way down on the block. And that was a good play by the Hastings Tigers. Shiloh will hand it off. And a reach-in 
foul on that screen against Seth Simonson. His first foul, team's fourth. Not a lot of fouls here in the boys' first half compared to what we saw in the girls' game tonight, which was full of fouls and jump balls. And We'll recap it a little bit at halftime. And right now the Bearcats to throw it in. Clevenger out top, takes it with a minute to go to Schwartz. A rarity that they're in there at the same time. Top of the circle, Robinson comes outside, takes the three-point arc to Schwartz, back to Shiloh, over to Carson. Not sure what the Bearcats are looking for here. They've got Techmeyer down on the block, and then they get it to him. He's going to look for that backdoor cutter. It's not there. He spins and dribbles it off his leg and out of bounds. Just the second turnover of the game for the Kearney High Bearcats. Score update in the Luplatt Conference Basketball Tournament. Girls side, St. Paul in double overtime beats Arcadia Loop City 47-44. to Here Hastings has it with 35 seconds to go. They'll get it into Bender. He starts up the floor. They don't really want it in his hand, so he hits the trailer. Schmidt quickly fires it on the right wing to Connor Kareach. Up to Cynic. Will they hold for one? They've only got 18 points. It looks like that's what they're doing with 20 seconds, and now Schmidt does back it out. Schwartz guarding him in a man-to-man. Can Hastings hit one here before the halftime buzzer? Over to Connor Creech, 30 feet away, 10 seconds to go. Double team. They're chasing him all over the place. He's got to get rid of it. Seven seconds now, loses the ball, picks it back up. Schwartz has it. We're going to get a jump with 1.5, and it will be Carney ball. So instead of getting it to start the four, third quarter, they'll have one and a half seconds to chuck something up here. They do get it from just about half court, and they'll bring Coster back in. They do have a long lob play that they run out of this. So either it's going to be a half quarter or they're going to run a long lob to Coster. Let's find out. Schwartz to throw it in. Nobody's really moving. They get it to Cannon. Turnaround jumper from 26. In and out. No good. And that is the end of the first half of play. Hastings struggled out of the gate, but they were way more competitive here in the second quarter. But they've got a long way to go after being down 15 to nothing. They outscore Carney by two in quarter number two. 31-18, the Carney High Bearcats lead Hastings here at the half. And we'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on ESPN Radio. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back to Kearney High School, where it is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. In our boys' game, Kearney High was up 15 to nothing in the first quarter and now lead Hastings by a score of 31-18. to Earlier in the girls' game tonight, Hastings jumped out to a 9-1 to lead over Kearney High. But the Bearcats, after being down 16-12 to at halftime, were able to put up 30 points in the second half and beat Hastings 42-37 to to improve to 10-7. And, and Hastings, after winning their last two, falls to 7-10. and Bearcat coach Jason Boyd joins us. And coach uh, had one of my buddies get a hold of me after the game, says it just must be strategy now, the slow start to, to lull the opponent to sleep and make that big second half charge. Uh, it, it, it's uh, We talked about it over the weekend, and it's a little tongue-in-cheek, but uh, it, it's, it's been working. And, and I guess if you were getting out of the gate a little quicker, maybe a couple more wins on the schedule. Have you have you been able to circle why, in the last why? five days why, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, that's a problem. I mean, that's the thing. It's tough. The first half, I'm, uh, first quarter, I'm sitting there. I can call a timeout. Oh, well, you know, I don't know what I'd say. I mean, really, to be honest with you, we had some open looks. We missed some shots. Um, you know, we tried running a ton of different stuff early. Um, we're getting nothing. I think one thing we, we tried to do last game in the Lincoln High game was run more sets early. Well, then we turned it over a lot early. And so, I don't know. We've tried some different things. We, we're trying to pressure, and that's what we did tonight. We tried to pressure from the beginning. Um, and then once we changed our pressure, um, that's what got to it. We went to it, got to it. We went to a diamond is what uh, kind of got us going a little bit. I think early on we are trying full man. We are trying our half-court trap. Um, and there's that full court diamond was probably the best thing for us and got us going a little bit. But yeah, it's a mystery right now. Um, and I, and it's one of those things I even asked my assistant coach right before the game, do I even say anything about it, <laughs> about our slow starts lately? Cause we have in the past and then it didn't help. Yeah. And so I didn't even address it. Just talked about being aggressive early. Let's be aggressive. Let's, you know, and we're coming out, we're pressuring early. So let's be aggressive, be aggressive offensively. Let's tag the basket a little bit. But, I mean, the reality of it, reality of it is we don't have a lot of scores on the court usually. we got a lot of role players. Um, and so sometimes people are doing things to take away a few scores, and then we have a hard time. Uh, we got a lot of great, you know, our, our role players do a great job in their role. Um, and then at times we just got to get those scores going. And it's hard when you don't have a lot of other options uh, to throw in there that can, that can put the ball in the hoop. I come back to the same thing we've talked about, maybe not this last week, but we talked about it in, in, in December when you had a couple of low-scoring games. For as much as the offense will struggle at times, your defense has been really good pretty much all season long. Now, they were able to get it inside a little bit uh, against you uh, with Olivia Douglas in, in the game tonight. Right. What about not having that presence with the post Claire Vanderbeek had a nice game last time out at Lincoln High, but Lauren's not a scorer for you. She can get some offensive putbacks. That's usually how she gets her points. She did actually take a 15-footer today and, and hit that. Are you noticing teams, they know that you don't have that post presence, 
and they just overplay your guards even more, which gives you struggles whether they're inside right. or outside? Yeah, I mean, we, we knew coming into the year. I mean, that, you know, we don't tell everybody how to defend us, but, you know, we knew what would make sense. Um, a lot of pressure on our shooters. You know, our two shooters are uh, Kelsey Clark and Mariah Ross, who are you know, great players, do a lot for us. Kelsey, actually, I thought had a great game tonight. Um, but they do a good job for us. But if you put a really athletic kid on them, you know, and pressure them, they're going to struggle usually, um, at, at times at least. And, and that's what teams are doing. And they can help off our posts like crazy. You know, Lincoln High, they just had a 6-2 shot blocker at the rim. And so that made it difficult. So we couldn't get any of our sets inside. And But people, a lot of people are doing the same thing. They're not guarding guarding our post actually what we did tonight is we switched mariah to that to that post position for a little bit in the second half and, and we've tried that a lot this year what west side we got we got it going with that i mean maybe it's something we need to start with um because that got us going second half and we moved her there uh actually ran a set to her to start the half where she got a three uh but we did have her in that in that post position in our offense for a while and that that seemed to work better for us a little bit because they can't help off of her that much yeah. from there and so sometimes when you get the cutters off of her you sometimes get something down low every now and then because she draws a lot of attention this weekend uh, two games with grand island coming in here as the rivalry week continues and then papillion la vista grand island is doing something a little bit better they had really struggled the last yeah. five, six years. They at least have some wins on the board. Can you give us a quick thought about those two teams? Grand Island has a lot of a lot of length. Um, uh, they only had one senior last year that graduated, so they got a lot back. I mean, that's partly why they're better now, but they're athletic. They got a lot of length, which, you know, we, we think about tonight's game. We knew Hastings had, was athletic, and we knew they'd be hard to score on. Grand Island's going to be a similar one for us. We're going to have to figure out a way to score on them. They're going to make it difficult for us for us a little bit. They struggle to score, kind of like a Hastings, too. So it could be kind of like tonight's game, which at times is a little bit ugly. Um, but, you know, we found a way to win, and hopefully we can do that again Friday. Papio South, real athletic. It's like a track meet usually with them. Uh, full court, which sometimes is better for us, actually. Sometimes with people, it opens up the game for us a little bit where maybe we can get into stuff and score at the basket a little more because they might pressure everybody, which a lot of teams do, and that, that helps us when they do that and when they when they guard our, our post and everyone on the perimeter a little bit. All right, Coach, we'll give you the weekend off. We'll see you next week when Norfolk rolls into town. So uh, good luck this okay. weekend. Thanks, Doug. That's Jason Boyd, the head girls basketball coach, Carney High. They win it tonight by a score of 42-37. Mariah Ross with 14, Kelsey Clark 12, Alexis Michoud 11 for Hastings, 12 points from Julia Reimers on four threes, 12 points, 10 rebounds from Olivia Douglas. Halftime of the boys, game 31-18. Carney, you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Some stats and the second half next. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. 
Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. Take a look at a few of the first half stats for Hastings. Vinny Schmidt, six points. Six points on two threes for Connor Creech. Zane Bender, four points. Christian Creech with two, 18 points, eight rebounds. Two out of three at the free throw line. Two of seven from three-point land. Nine turnovers for Carney. Shiloh Robinson and Cannon Coster each have 12 points. Five for Jake Techmeyer, 31 points. And to start the second half, Hastings will have the basketball, and they cannot get it in. Five-second call. 31 points, six rebounds, two of two at the free throw line, three of four from three-point land, one block, two turnovers for Carney. They lead it 31-18 and now have the ball here in the third quarter, up by 13. They started the game 15-0. They get it to Robinson. He's got to go reverse layup again. He put it up too strong. Rebound brought down by Christian Creech. Creech will get rid of the basketball to Vinny Schmidt. Schmidt will bring it across the timeline and give it off to Connor. Connor back up to Christian, try to get it into Bender, tapped away by Robinson. Turnover number 11 for Hastings High. Ballpark or baseball pass down to Shallow. He was in the left corner, brings it to the block, spin move, gives it to the cutter, Koski, who lays it up and in. Everybody's eyes were on the big fellow Robinson, and Koski will get his second bucket of the ball game. Now the trap is on. They throw it in the corner to Bender. Bender as the pass tipped out of bounds. And it will stay with Hastings. About half of the battle is just getting into the front court here for the Tigers. Carney's defense really giving them troubles. 33-18, the lead back to 15. Hastings trouble just getting it in. Finally, the long pass out to half court to Christian Creech, right back to younger bro Connor, who brings it across the timeline with a left-hand dribble, guarded by... Trey Clevenger in the Carney man-to-man, 33-18. Five-second count on. Connor Creech still dribbling, still dribbling, still dribbling. Gives it over to Vinny Schmidt, who finally gets off that and brings it out between the circles. Back over to Sinek. Sinek will drive into the paint, kick it out to Christian Creech for the three. It is no good. Rebound pulled down by Ryan Koski, his first. Outlet pass, Techmeyer up to Koster. They give him a little room, but he's not going to take the three. And the Bearcats will set up their offense. Off the screen, Clevenger gives it to Cannon. Trying to get something going down low, Robinson. Bender fronts him. Back up top, Cannon. Left side of the key, Koski. A little stale right now for Carney High. Need to get going without the ball. Koster rolls it down to Robinson. Outside the block, tries to throw it through to Clevenger. But Connor Creech stepped in front, made the steal. Just the third Carney turnover. Vinny Schmidt will bring the ball up the floor. Get into the corner. Sinek for three. Comes up just a tad short. Tries to follow his shot, but Ryan Koski will grab the rebound. Up ahead, Techmeyer. They don't cover him soon enough. He'll take it in. The left-hand finger roll, no good. Ball saved in bounds. Connor Creech will throw it to brother Christian. And then a foul going to be called on Shiloh Robinson, trying to steal it away. Shiloh becomes the first Bearcat with two fouls. Connor Creech has two fouls for Hastings. And they're going to take Shiloh out and bring in older brother, Joaquin. And for Hastings, they're going to bring in Austin Craig. Inbounds to 
Kristen Creech back to Schmidt, get it to him in the middle of the floor. And he'll bring it up the floor himself, and that's what helps them against any of this zone trap is that second pass. Gets it to the top of the key, Connor Creech. Connor holds the ball, tries to move on Clevenger, does, then kicks it into the corner to Schmidt, can't get the shot, so he drives into the paint. One-hand floater, front of the rim and in. Eight points now for Vinny Schmidt, and it's 33-20. to 20. Nobody gets to Coster. He'll bring it in and put it home and draw the foul on Christian Creech. I'm not even sure that was supposed to be Christian's man. And he just kind of was in the general area trying to catch up, and that'll be his first personal foul. And at the line, Cannon Coster trying to finish it up. 14 points now. And Duong Tang checks back in for Hastings. Free throw Coster is going to bounce off the rim. No good. Tang goes up in the air and grabs the board. 35-20. Carney. 5-20 to go here in quarter number three. Tang dribbles into the front court. Gives it to Craig in the left-hand corner about 12 feet away. Joaquin Robinson out him on a man. They hand it off to Schmidt. Schmidt tries the baseline. Gets lost in traffic. Shot no good. Cannon Coster grabs the board. Outlet pass to Clevenger. Pushes it into the front court. Doesn't have numbers. To the trailer, Coster. Cannon for three. It's good. 17 for Cannon Coster. And the Bearcats now a hot start to the first quarter, a hot start to the third quarter. They're up 38-20. Slapping that pressure on. Hastings trouble getting it in, but they do. And Creech will give it to Tang. He'll bring it up on Coster. Good bounce pass to the baseline. Then Schmidt runs into Joaquin Robinson. Didn't take the shot to Tang. Comes into the lane. Gives it to Craig, who draws the foul. That was some good ball movement there by the Tigers. And that will send Austin Craig to the line. Looking for his first points of the game. Joaquin Robinson with his first personal foul. Get some more scores updated here for you as the night moves along. As the free throw is on the way, and it is no good for Mr. Craig. Austin only averages about a point per basketball game. Gets ready for the second free throw. In for Carney is Brock Marlette. Free throw up and good. So Austin Craig gets one of two, but Hastings down by 17, 38-21. Coster handling the ball in the front court, drives into the double team, then kicks it out, but before the pass, we're going to have a grab called on Hastings High. It's going to be on Tang, his first, second team foul. Don't forget Hastings College home tomorrow night. On the road Saturday, UNK on the road this weekend. Huskers Men are at home Thursday, the women on Saturday. St. Cecilia leading Adams Central 58-33 to on 1230 KHAS. That was the girls' game, excuse me, as the shot from the outside, no good here for Carney High, but Joaquin Robinson gets the rebound into Coster. He attacks the lane, draws the foul, and makes the bucket. And Cannon Coster having fun again. And that foul will be called on Tang. Two quick ones on Duong. And Coster now to try and complete the three-point play. On the way, and that one bounces in. Eight in the quarter and 20 in the game right now for Cannon Coster. And the lead is at 20. On the floor now for Carney High is Devin Coble, Brock Marlette, Joaquin Robinson, Carson Schwartz, 
and Jake Techmeyer for Hastings. They bring Jacob Schroeder back in. He's out there with Connor Creech, Vinny Schmidt, Craig, and Simonson, Seth Simonson. Midway through quarter number three. Across the timeline, Schmidt, they try to double him with Koble and Schwartz. Now he picks his dribble up, has to throw it out front, and Simonson went in the backcourt. And an over and back call here for turnover number 12 on Hastings. Kearney Catholic boys lead Ravenna at the half by a score of 35-19 on Classic Hits, 98-9, and St. Cecilia leads the Adams Central boys at half, 24-12 on 12:30 KJS. Here it's Kearney 41, Hastings 21. Joaquin Robinson, left block, throws it out top to Tech Meyer. Has to chase it down at midcourt, but does. One-on-one against Simonson and the man-to-man for Hastings. Tech Meyer sees what he wants to do, gets the high screen, drives in, now takes it all the way, and they're going to call it for a charge. Vinny Schmidt drew the contact, and a charging foul on Jake Tech Meyer will be his second. Again, a lot of conference tournaments going on around the area tonight. And the Ravenna girls survive a major upset tonight, getting a last-second shot to beat Donovan Trumbull 49-47. Ravenna survives the upset attempt of the Donovan Trumbull girls. St. Paul girls were a winner earlier tonight over Arcadia Loop City. Carney Catholic was a winner over Centura. Get you an update. The only other girls' quarterfinal tonight was Ord hosting Wood River. Here, Hastings trying to get this ball thrown in. Again, it takes a while, but they find Vinny Schmidt and clear it out for him. 41-21, Bearcats lead it here by 20 over the Tigers. The lead was 13 at halftime, 31-18. Connor Creech to the right elbow. Off the curl, gives it to Vinny Schmidt. Now has to back out against Brant Barth. Then good dribble gets by him. Then got tripped up by Joaquin Robinson. And Schmidt hit the ground a little hard. Might have got poked in the eye. Second foul on Joaquin And Schmidt, who is two of three at the line and leads his team with eight points, will go to the charity line to shoot a couple right here. Try and get some offense going for the Tigers, who come in with a record of seven and nine, trying to avoid a three-game losing streak. Free throw on the way. It's good. In the Twin Valley Conference, Blue Hill beat Shelton tonight. Carney Catholic's final over Centura was 49-18, by the way. Sutton beat Thayer Central 49-41 of the Southern Nebraska Conference Tournament. And Schmidt hits the second free throw, so he got them both. 10 for Vinny. 41-23, Carney. Three minutes to go, third quarter. Carney's freely substituted right now. Left elbow to Coble. Coble in the paint. Leaner from seven, and he's got it. Devin Coble with his first bucket of the ball game. 43-23. And then a reach-in foul in the backcourt. Trying to get the steal, Brock Marlette. A little too much arm. That'll be his first foul. 15 foul of the half. And Hastings will take it in at midcourt. Not much going on in boys' action tonight, but Wilcox held with upset Overton in the Fort Kearney Conference, 56-50. to So we do have that score in for you. Overton had won eight of their last nine. Wilcox held with on a similar run. They have a repeat matchup next Tuesday. Always so big, those four or five matchups. Now Overton has to sit and wait until next week. Wilcox Hildreth gets two more games. Creech will have to go back in the backcourt to take the inbounds. Connor guarded by Carson Schwartz. 
Hands it off to Vinny Schmidt. Schmidt against Carson on the switch on the screen. Over on the left wing. Ball almost traveled, and they do call it. Checking in is Alex Swoboda for Hastings. Their fourth turnover of the quarter. 13th of the ball game. 2.23 to go. And a game that just kind of got a little stagnant here. 43-23 with a lot of subs in. Driving in. Here comes Brant Barth. His scoop shot won't go. Austin Craig with the board here for the Hastings. They did a good job boxing out. Vinny Schmidt pushes the ball up the floor. He's got three Bearcats on him. Lobs it out top. Wide open on the right wing is Jacob Schroeder, but they were a little late getting it to him, so he'll have to kick it back out to Connor Creech. Still a pretty young ball club here for Coach Lance Creech and his Hastings Tigers. Vinny Schmidt and Zane Bender, the two senior starters. Up top, Schmidt now gets a look at a three, and he'll hit it. Vinny doesn't need much of an opening, and he's got seven of his team's eight points here in the third quarter of play, 13 to lead the way, but still 43-26 in favor of Kearney High. Joaquin Robinson in the right-hand corner, back out top to Schwartz, left corner, Barth drives the baseline, he got bumped. Foul going to be called on Swoboda. It'll be his first, and into the ball game for Kearney High. Here comes Sam Straka. Straka didn't play last weekend because he was ill. So he's going to see some playing time here and Carney to throw it in. Gets it to Joaquin Robinson. Back up top. Rotated around to Coble. Here's Schwartz at the top of the circle. Over to Straka. Minute 15 to go here in the third. Schwartz up top. Now gets it into the paint to Robinson. Little jump hook for Joaquin. Off the rim and in. Joaquin Robinson who had a couple of late buckets. Over the weekend against Westside, was able to knock this one in. And it is 45 to 26 as Hastings pushes the ball up the floor. Carney gets a little aggressive again and commits the foul in the corner. And Robinson picks up his third. Sixth team fouls. So that means Hastings is in the bonus for the rest of the game, and we still have 54 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Hastings to throw it in on their baseline with Swoboda to do so. Alex looking, lobs it all the way up top for Seth Simonson, who quickly gets it to Vinny Schmidt. Carney won the girls' game tonight, 42-37. Swoboda will dribble the basketball on Schwartz. Still out around the 26-foot mark. Schwartz on him. Switches hands, gets it over here on the wing to uh, Schroeder. Trying to post up his Craig. They do get in the bounce pass. Back door wide open. Nice pass by Craig and the layup for Alex Swoboda. His first bucket of the ball game, 45-28, as they tried to double on Craig and left Swoboda alone. 19 seconds to go in the quarter. Coble outside the arc. Up top, they'll give it to Marlette, to Schwartz, who dribbles it out to the K at midcourt. Dribbles there with 10. Still dribbling with 8. Finally, the high pick for him and Joaquin Robinson. Now to Coble, inside to Joaquin. They double-team him, jump hook off the rim, no good, and that is the end of the third quarter of play. Carney High jumped out 15 to nothing, and it's never been closer than a nine-point game. It's Carney 45, Hastings 28 on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. 
Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. With our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Dudum here at Kearney High. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Mitch Stein and the folks here for their hospitality. We go to the fourth quarter of play. Starters are back in. Kearney up 45-28. Cannon Coster had a big early start to the quarter. They'll hand it off to Koski down the middle of the lane and the finger roll over the front of the rim and in. Koski now has six. Coster has 20. Shiloh Robinson, 12 for Kearney High. For Hastings, Vinny Schmidt has 13. Connor Creech, a couple of threes, has six, and he's in the backcourt trying to break this press. Wide open at the other end is Simonson, but they don't look down the floor and barely get the 10-second line in time. Simonson's been open, now driving in, will be sitting. He stops, gives it to Simonson, pulls up from 14, bounces off, no good. Koski grabs his third rebound, quickly to Trey Clevenger. Into the front court, Jake Techmeyer, pull up three, off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound comes out to Connor Creech. Tries to stay out of that double team. Makes a nice spin move for the freshman to avoid Koster and Koski. Gives it off to Simonson. Back to Creech. Left baseline sitting. Had the shot passed on it. Kicks it out to Bender. Top of the key to Connor Creech. Guarded by Tech Meyer in the paint. Bender double team. Tried the wrap around to Christian Creech who was open. But the pass didn't get there. Shiloh Robinson jumps on it. We have got a tie up. The arrow points the way of the Tigers. 6.44 remains in the game. Carney 47 and Hastings 28 here on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings. And the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our seats to success are brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service delivering success and we'll see how long the starters are in here in the fourth quarter. The story for Hastings is they've just got to try to keep getting better with a lot of season left to go here. They ran into a team that they are just not comfortable handling the ball with. Simons had got open for a three, and Seth knocks it down. Four out of 11 from beyond the arc for Hastings, and it's 47-31. For Carney, don't get lazy. Keep playing with effort. They get it down low. Robinson, he'll turn and score on the assist from Trey Clevenger. And Shiloh, with his first bucket of the second half, now has 14, 49-31. Carney with six minutes to go. Carney will host Grand Island, who's played, well, they've won more. They've played okay. It's the one of the weirder things when they started one and eight or one and nine. Really only got blown out in one game. But they are right now six and ten, so that tells you that they have played real good here in the month of January. And then they go to Papillion La Vista South for a Hastings at Seward on Friday, they do not play Omaha Scott like the girls do. But this is the first of three in a row. And then uh, coming up on Tuesday, they're at Adams Central, and we'll have that on 1230 KHAS. Right now, after the ball deflected out of bounds, the Tigers will get it underneath their own hoop. They'll lob it into the left-hand corner to Zane Bender. Bender puts it on the floor against Robinson, kicks it out. Sinig has a look at a three. Hits the front of the rim, no good. Rebound out of bounds. Nobody grabbed it. It's off 
of Kearney. Other Luplat Conference basketball. 16-6, Arcadia Loop City leading Gibbon at the end of the first quarter. Kearney Catholic leads Ravenna 55-24 at the end of three on classic hits. As Schmidt up top, good bounce pass deep in the block, and there's Zane Bender over the top of Robinson, lays it up and in for his sixth point. 49-33. Be interesting to talk to the coaches after the game. Again, it was 15-0, and it's just kind of stayed around that. Kearney's been up 20. It got down to 9 after the 15-0 start. Kearney's up 16 with five minutes to go, 49-33. Koski on the dribble left side. Stops to Clevenger. Clevenger drives and got fouled. He was going to take it all the way in, and they grabbed him on the arm. Foul on Connor Creech will be his third. Fifth team foul of the half on the Tigers. Carney High has been whistled for six. St. Cecilia now leads Adams Central 39-28 at the end of the third quarter. On 12.30 KHAS, inbounds comes right underneath the hoop here to Robinson. Nowhere to go, so he puts it on the floor and a little jump hook up and in for Shiloh. Back-to-back buckets here for Robinson, and Carney now is back up by 18. 51-33 Bearcats, 4.40 to go in the game. And Coach Baronic getting ready to clear the bench now and bring in some of the guys we saw for most of the third quarter. Connor Creech with it, trying to find Schmidt, the cutter. He's doubled, and then Techmeyer comes over to get the steal and runs in to Quentin Sinek. That'll be the third on Techmeyer, and that will allow all the subs to come in as Sinek will go to the line to shoot the one-and-one. He has not scored in the game. He's missed a couple of threes, and this will be his first free-throw attempt. Carson Schwartz, Devin Coble, Brant Barth, Joaquin Robinson, and Brock Marlette check into the game here for the Bearcats. Simonson's waiting to check in, but he's checking in for the shooter in Quentin Sinek. Sinek averages five points per ball game, looking for his first one here. Front end of the one-and-one is on the way, and good. Hastings now six of eight at the line. That'll earn him the bonus. And the second one up, and good. So Sinek hits them both. And it's 51-35. Timeout by the Tigers brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. 424 to go in the game. Carney 51, Hastings 35. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring, being involved in the community, and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Creighton men, a winner tonight at 16th-ranked Butler. 
76-67, the Blue Jays over Butler. Here, Carney Ball out of the Hastings timeout. Looking to get some more points on the board. And they'll kick it into the corner to Brock Marlette. Brock Marlette spots up for three and drains it. So Brock Marlette with his first bucket of the ball game. Carney High now four of seven from three-point land. They made their first three of the game to help get out to the good start. Vinny Schmidt drives the paint, and they're going to call it for a charge, running over Joaquin Robinson and wave off the made bucket. That'll be the first foul of the game on Vinny Schmidt. And Carney will have the basketball, leading it 54-35. to 35. Still most of the starters right now for Hastings. Second teamers right now for Carney High. Marlon up top to Schwartz. Rotates it over on the right wing. Barth on the baseline to Robinson. Dribbles through the paint. Kicks it out. Good ball movement. Barth's going to try a three-pointer. And Brant, no good that time. Rebound brought down by Zane Bender. That's his third of the game. Up the floor with it. Will be Connor Creech into the corner to Simonson. Simonson tries to take it down to the baseline. Cut off. Good help by Joaquin Robinson. Takes a tough one-hander over Schwartz. Won't go. Carson will grab the rebound. Brings it up the floor and gives it off there to Barth into the corner to Coble. And the Bearcats will pull it back out. High post. Coble, good base or good bounce pass underneath, but no shot. Joaquin up top with three minutes to go. Coble, ball fake. They'll try another three. Barth got it. And then a foul, looks like away from the bucket, Brant Barth hit the three-pointer, and they may be whistling Carney trying to set up for the rebound. That's exactly what happened. It's going to be on Marlette. That'll be his second personal foul. And we'll walk to the other end, and Christian Creech will shoot the one-and-one. Creech with just two points so far in the basketball game. Averages a three. So now a chance to put the free throw up. And it is in and out no good. Devin Coble will grab the rebound. Quickly gets it to Schwartz, who hustles it into the front court. Bearcats now by 22. Marlette reverse it to Barth. Hastings kind of sagging on that three. Get it to the baseline to Joaquin Robinson. He brings it in on the shot. He's fouled. It won't go. Christian Creech with his second personal foul. And Joaquin Robinson will go to the line to shoot two. Joaquin has not had to worry about shooting free throws much at all this year. He'll put the first one up and in, though. Now checking in for Hastings. We'll see Jacob Schroeder back into the ball game. Quentin Sinek back into the ball game. Coach Creech has used about nine kids here already. Now the second free throw coming up for Joaquin Robinson. On the way and bouncing around off the glass and through. Four points for Robinson. Joaquin also had four on Friday night at Westside. 59-35. When Hastings called the timeout, it was a 16-point game. Now the Bearcats have scored eight in a row to take the 24-point lead. Two and a half to go. Connor Creech crossover on Barth, gets by him, and then Barth blocks the shot and takes it away. We head the other way. Fast break. Coble off balance. Uses the window, though, and scores. Devin got crossed up when the defender ran in front of him, but he did a great job adjusting and using the glass. Nice job there by Devin Coble. 61-35 to 35 in the paint. Turnaround jumper draws the foul and will send Jacob Schroeder to the line to shoot two here for Hastings High. 
Foul will be on Schwartz. And at the free throw line, the first free throw, Schroeder, in and out, no good. My fault, they called it on Coble. It doesn't matter. We've got five new faces coming onto the floor here. The Bearcats do suit the full 15. So we'll see Jake Scala, Seth Stroh, Brett Obermiller, Sam Straka, and Matt Studi on the floor here for Carney. Second free throw, Schroeder up and in. Jacob's first point here for Hastings. Carney 61, Hastings 36. Two minutes to go. Carney will win their 10th in a row, extending their school record. They're 13-4. Hastings will drop their third in a row and fall to 7-10. Bearcats called for a walk. This is one of the most impressive stats of the night. That's only the fourth turnover for Carney. 145 remaining in the game as Hastings brings it into the front court with Tyson Bonham checking in. He'll give it off to Alex Swoboda, who's in. Craig's in. Schroeder's still in there. In fact, he's looking for the cut, but nothing there. And also, Lucas Simonson is in the ball game for Coach Creech. Dribble on the right wing is Tyson Bonham. Up top to Schroeder. Swing it on the left wing for Swoboda. Nothing on the cut. Back up top to Bonham. Good ball movement. Try to get it to Craig on the block. They do. He's guarded by Scala. Now doubled, and Craig throws it back up top. Good defense here. But the bench players from Carney, they'll kick it out for a three. And Hastings' three by Schroeder is no good. Craig got the offensive rebound, and he's fouled on the putback. Austin was one of two earlier at the line tonight. That's his only point. He'll get a chance to add to the total right here on the Jake Scala foul. Craig's first free throw on the way, and money. Second free throw now coming up for Craig. The new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up. Final stats. We'll chat with the coaches. Score updates. Keep it here. Second free throw, no good. And the rebound brought down by Seth Stroh. And up the floor come the Bearcats. Gives it off to Brett Overmiller to the right baseline. Driving in, drawing the foul on the shot will be Stroh. And Seth gets to go to the line and shoot two. Seth looking for a point here tonight. Won't get it on the first free throw. Checking into the ball game now for Carney will be Jared Wegner. And the second free throw bounces through for Seth Stroh. So he's in the scorebook tonight. Carney 62, Hastings 37. Let's see if Hastings can add a name to the score column with a minute to go here on KXPN Carney KICS Hastings. Off the screen, a three-pointer. Lucas Simonson rolls around and skips off. No good. Matt Studi will grab the rebound for the Bearcats. Up ahead, he'll find Stroh. Turns and tries to kick it back as it was headed out of bounds. It'll be a turnover. Simonson to the other end. Puts his head down. Can't get the shot to go. Rebound brought down by Jake Scala. Nobody guards him, so Jake just dribbles the ball up the floor. Jake, pretty big fella at 6'6". Gets rid of it here with 30 seconds to go. Top of the circle, they'll rotate it right side. Scala gets it back up top into the hands of Brett Obermiller. Over to Studi. Studi sees a little light, but dribbles around and kicks it back out to Wagner. Wagner to the high post. 12 seconds to go. Bounce pass underneath. Here's the short jumper up and in for Jake Scala. 64-37. Hastings, one last shot. And it will be on the way at the horn. No good for Jacob Schroeder. And his basketball game is over. Carney jumped out to a 15-0 lead and really never looked back. Carney 
uh, didn't pull away until here in the fourth quarter. Hastings was very competitive in the second and third quarters, but never got it closer than nine. And from halftime on, when they were down 13, they just weren't able to do a whole lot. And Carney High pulls away to win it for their 10th straight, 64-37. We'll be back with the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, coaches' interviews, score updates. Keep it here on ESPN Radio. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. This is Mike Allison with Nebraska Land National Bank. Confidence in your bank has never been more important than today. Here at Nebraska Land National Bank, you can take solace knowing that we will always do the right thing to be fair with our customers. We work with our customers to tailor services to meet their individual needs and always have their best interests at heart. It's been a cornerstone of our culture from the beginning. We thank our customers and community for your ongoing confidence in us. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Kearney High School, where it is time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The final score ends up being Kearney High 64, Hastings 37. Kearney High won the girls' game 42 to 37. We should have an opportunity to talk to both of the uh, coaches and we'll look at the stats here momentarily. Uh, some other scores to pass along to you. Tri-City Storm, early third lead Omaha 3-0 at the Viero Events Center. Kearney Catholic boys taking care of Ravenna on Classic Hits 98-9. St. Cecilia boys had an 11-point lead in the fourth quarter over Adams Central on 1230 KHAS. St. Cecilia and Kearney Catholic girls were winners earlier tonight. Let's take a look now at the final stats, starting with the Hastings Tigers. They had nine players score. Seth Simonson hit a three-pointer in the fourth quarter for his total. He had two rebounds. Vinny Schmidt led the way tonight. He's their leading scorer at just under 12 a game. He had 13 here this evening. Two points and one rebound for Quentin Sinek. Christian Creech, two points, two rebounds. Connor Creech had a couple of threes in the first half. Six points, four rebounds. Duong Tang, one rebound. Jacob Schroeder, 1.1 rebound. Zane Bender, 6.3 rebounds. Austin Craig, 2 points, 2 rebounds. And Alex Swoboda had 2 points. Not a lot of rebounds in this game for either team. Uh, shot selection was uh, uh, for Hastings. Didn't have as many. Carney made quite a few tonight, so there weren't a whole bunch of rebounds. I had Hastings for just 8 in each half. Free throw shooting, 2 of 3 in the first half, 7 of 11 in the second half. Three-point shooting for the Tigers, two of seven in each half, and turnovers, nine in the first half, 
They did limit that to five in the second half of play. Hastings had 18 points at halftime, 19 points in the second half, and they finished with 37 points, which is the lowest output since early in the season. They had 32 opening night against Seward and then 30 in the first meeting of the year with Columbus, and that was in game four. So uh, the lowest output in the last 13 games for the Tigers, 37 points, 16 rebounds, 9 out of 14 from the free throw line, 4 of 14 from three-point land, and 14 turnovers. The Tigers dropped their third straight to fall to 7-10 and 10 on the season. And as we said, on Friday night, they will travel to Seward. And then one week from tonight, they'll be at Adams Central. And you'll hear that on 1230 AM KHAS. We'll come back and take a look at the final numbers for the Carney Bearcats right after this on the New West postgame show. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Young disputed Midwest yield leader. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show here on ESPN Radio. Let's go ahead and take a look at the final stats now for the Carney High Bearcats. They had a total of 10 players score tonight. Jake Techmeyer with five points, a three-pointer for Brock Marlette. Matt Studi had a rebound. Ryan Koski, six points, three rebounds. Brant Barth hit a three-point bucket. He also had a rebound and a block shot. Carson Schwartz had two rebounds. Devin Coble. Four points and a rebound. Joaquin Robinson, four points and a rebound. Seth Stroh, one point and one rebound. Jake Scala, two points and two rebounds. Shiloh Robinson, 16 points, two rebounds and a block. And Cannon Coster, his third straight 20-point effort. He ends up with 20 points and three rebounds. Six rebounds in the first half and 10 in the second half. Free throw shooting, two of two in the first half, four of six in the second half. Three-point shooting for the uh, Carney Bearcats tonight. They were three of four in the first half and then hit two of five in the second half. Really took care of the ball. Two turnovers in the first half and three in the second half. 31 points in the first half and 33 in the second half. Carney ends up with 64 points, 16 rebounds, six out of eight at the free throw line. Five of nine from three-point land, two block shots, and five turnovers. The Carney Bearcats win their 10th in a row to improve to 13-4 and four with a 64-37 win over the Hastings High Tigers. And for Carney, they're home against Grand Island on Friday and then travel to Papillion La Vista South on Saturday. We will talk with the head coach of Hastings and Kearney here momentarily. We've even got Maya Slough over here seeing what's going on. Lance Creech joins us. And, Coach, it's good to see you face-to-face. We're always talking on the phone. I know you would have liked a, a better result, but you just 
didn't get out of the gate. Uh, Carney swamped you right away with that trap, and maybe so more with the defense than the offense that led to that 15-0 start. Well, and it was, you know, and I, you know, after we kind of weathered the storm there after that first quarter, uh, we did some decent things. You know, we tied them in the second quarter, I think, lost by four in the third quarter. And right now, that's kind of where we're at. Uh, we've we've got to look at games within the game. You know, we got to meet our game goals. Um, you know, we didn't shoot the ball particularly well. You got to give a lot of credit to Carney for that. But you know, we only had 12 turnovers, got out rebounded by one. You know, uh, Saturday. Uh, we got it rebounded by 19. So, I mean, you know, we're looking at, at game by game and just little stats within the game that we can chart, we can manage, uh, we can correct throughout the course of the game. So, yeah, you know, when the, when they jumped on us uh, so hard, I thought we did a nice job of kind of keeping our composure. You know, we had to use some timeouts there early, which you don't necessarily want to do. But in the same token, um, like I told our team, you're not going to see a team like this again. I mean, this is fourth best team in the entire state maybe higher depending yeah. on the night you know I mean, and they just bring so many big strong athletic kids at you and, and you know as we talked or i i said in the notes that i gave for the game we're not you know we're just not very big at the guard spot you know we got decent size on the interior um you know a couple six five six six guys but boy our guards are little and it's hard to see over that kind of pressure so by and large with only 12 turnovers for the game um you know games within the game I'm, I'm fairly pleased with that outcome Lance talking about playing it more even especially in the second and third quarters do you think it was nerves in the first quarter or was it a couple of other things that you did x and o wise that allowed you to play it more even in the second and third well you know again we tried to do just a little thing tried to screen you know but when you're seeing that much pressure when you're facing that much pressure i think uh, it's easy to sit there as a spectator and say, well, God, why don't they just screen for each other and slip back to the ball or do things like that? But, man, when you're getting pressured, you're just thinking, I want to get this ball, and I want to get it out of my hands as quick as we can. That's <laughs> so, exactly what it looked like <laughs> early, no doubt exactly. about it. Survive it. I said half the battle was just getting into the half court. Oh, God, yeah. you know, And then you can't get the looks that you normally want. They switch everything. And, and for them, there's no mismatch when they're switching on us. You know, They don't have a defensive liability where they're saying, oh, gosh, this kid with the ball is going to – beat our dude off the dribble that's just not where they're at they're just that good that big uh and that strong and and it, you know it's just a difference right now and where the programs are at but i think in time you know i think hopefully we can get a, a team like carney back on our schedule you know they're going to go to the class a schedule exclusively next year but i think you know in years to come you know this, this is a, a matchup down the road with the way our younger teams have competed with them throughout the the course of the season even our freshmen our reserves even uh, JV's tonight, you know, this is a game we want to get back on the schedule and make sure that we can compete. Lance, Lance, what about that? A lot is made out of the Class A teams playing the Class A schedule, but the Class B, maybe even a C1 team, oh, yeah. likes to likes to play up. Sometimes, it doesn't matter what class it is, sometimes if you play up, you're not playing the best team around or, or, or vice versa. How does that affect the Hastings high schedule going forward? Because you still have a lot of youngsters we're talking about in the next couple, three years. Well, you know, and, and you're right, because Pius is dropping us, uh, Elkhorn South dropped us, Carney's dropped us, you know, so there's a lot of schools that are moving to that clay, Class A exclusive uh, schedule, but I think if you look like te- look at teams like Aurora, you know, heck, they can compete with anybody in the state, I'll guarantee you that. Um, you know, Adam Central right in our backwoods uh, and St. Cecilia, you know, those are teams, whether you're Class A, Class B, Class C, you know, it doesn't matter. Basketball's basketball. If you've got players that can play, you got good coaching in the state. 
Um, there's good basketball right here in Central Nebraska. It's, it's a shame that sometimes these things have to get canceled. I understand it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, basketball is such a great equalizer. I mean, Coach Bronick, heck, he played Class A when they were at little old C2 nerdy Ravenna, right? Yeah. You know, they go into Bell West and give them all they want and more. So, um, you know, the three-point line is a great equalizer. I think anytime you know, you'd like to have a program that can sustain the kind of success that Carney's having right now. But I think every high school goes through these ebbs and flows, and sometimes they're more of a flash in the pan. Yeah. But, you know, Carney's got a good thing going right now. I don't think it's going to be any drop-off anytime soon. But at the same time, you know, as a Class B program, we'll play a good C1. Heck, we'll play some A's. We're going to play a lot of really, really good B's. So, um, you know, it's just kind of all what you put into it, what you want to schedule, and how how hard uh, it is to get games at home. And, you know, there's just yeah. so many factors that you just can't, you know, exclusively say. But um, this is a game, like I say, tonight I think we can grow from, we can learn from. Uh, it made our kids better, made our kids a little bit tougher. At the end of the day, if you can do that, that's that's a positive. I know Adam Central is just down the block, uh, so that's not a, a true, true road game, but five, four, five of the last six games for you are on the road. Tell me a little bit about Seward uh, that is coming up, the, the, the other game that you've got this week. Well, they're a team, uh, Doug, that, you know, they beat us first game of the season. And, and, you know, if I could go back and take one game on our entire schedule back and replay it, it would have been that one. And that's no disrespect to Seward, but I thought I did a really, really poor job just with our rotate. But it's first game of the year. You don't know anything. Vinny had practiced literally one half hour the night before that game. He wasn't healthy. He wasn't in sync. Um, and neither was anybody else. You know, we had to throw a freshman point guard in there because we weren't sure on his availability for the entire season at that point. Um, so, you know, Seward's a team. They've got good length on the perimeter. They've got a 6'7 wing player. They've got a 6'5 wing player. Uh, they got a little uh, strong. Looks like he should be probably on a wrestling mat. little point guard <laughs> that will just guard anybody on the planet. Uh, and then they got a big couple, you know, offensive tackles inside. They can just kind of batten down the hatches and, and uh, keep you from getting to the rim. But, you know, they're a, a, a team that I think we kind of circled um, on our schedule. It's a game where you go on the road and we got to, you know, last time we went on the road and won was a couple of weeks ago at Grand Island Northwest. So this is a game that we feel is a winnable game. You know, I know they've got some injuries right now, a little maybe uh, sickness going through. So I don't. I hope they're at 100 percent, but you just never know this time of the year. All right, buddy. Uh, I know Mike and the gang will have you next week for the old uh, inner city battle at Adams Central. Yep. So uh, we wish you the best of luck and uh, great seeing you. Yeah, you too, man. I appreciate your time and it was good to have you. Take care, buddy. All right. Thanks. Lance Creech, head coach of the Hastings Tigers. We'll chat with Carney's Drake Baronic right after this. The difference between clicking on a computer to order flowers versus having a conversation with the people who are going to pick and arrange the most appropriate bouquet. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. My dad built his business knowing his customers, knowing their special occasions, and how they celebrated them. So a delivery from Bob Sass Flowers is now what it was then, real people delivering real love. Flowers from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. Not a score from around the area, but uh, it was the rematch of the Lincoln Christian Wahoo Newman girls. And I don't know if I don't know how Lincoln Christian isn't the best team in the state. They win at 77-45, and that's an all-class top 10 matchup. Here tonight in the girls' game, Carney won at 42-37, and the boys' game 64-37 in favor of the Bearcats. And Coach Drake Baronica joins us here. And 
Coach, uh, you got pictures to take, so we'll keep this quick. Okay? <laughs> the kids jumped out 15-0. Uh, as I said with Lance, it seemed like it was almost more from a defense. Uh, yeah, the points, you got to make the buckets, but your defense was so suffocating, it really set the tone. Yeah, you know, um, we've done a pretty good job of being aggressive all year long, and I think you kind of crank it up a little bit in these situations where you think you're a little bit more physically talented than, than the team you're playing against, and um, that puts you in a position to be comfortable early, and our guys really bought into it, and uh, my bonehead mistake for going zone coming out of the quarter, but something I think we need to work on um, just just to give teams different looks, and uh is if a team sees the first one go in, then then they can kind of get a little confident. You kind of saw it in the second quarter. But uh, we challenged our guys at halftime, and they kind of cranked it back up again, and we got some separation. So, How many things with the way the game played out were you able to work on that maybe the normal fan would not have noticed or the radio guy wouldn't have noticed? I see a couple things, but we're this deep into the season. I'm sure you've worked on a variety of things. How many things did you get to test out tonight? You know, we look at a little one three one zone there. Um, we were able to call timeout and with 30 seconds left, hold on to the basketball and run a set with 10 seconds left. You know, things like that where, uh, you know, I think you're always trying to prepare yourself for the next uh, thing that you're going to you're going to see. And uh, our guys did a nice job. The other thing is uh, just super proud of how our kind of second group of seniors there, that f- group of five, when we saw zone, we just clicked that thing and knifed it and uh, click, 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 no dribbles, score, um, made it look pretty easy. So um, that makes me proud as a coach because that means that everybody's kind of learning, everybody's buying in at practice, and they're paying attention, we're doing the right thing. So um, just super proud of those guys and the way they competed there. In a rarity, and it's usually the younger the sibling, some most of the time, the better they are. I know you're going to argue that from your own standpoint <laughs> right there. But in this case, Shiloh's getting all the attention, and Joaquin's actually the senior, and he's yep. going to sign tomorrow to go on to college and play football. But the last few games, he seems to be getting a few more minutes tonight, maybe because of the score, but he actually played uh, over the weekend for you down at Omaha and Lincoln. Is it something that it's in practice, something you need, or, or am I just seeing things? No, it's it's based on kind of matchups. Uh, Joaquin's really good against guys that are his size or even two inches taller than him. He'll score, and he flies around. He gets offensive rebounds. He plays hard. Um, it's kind of just matchup based. When he gets against a 6'7", 6'8", um, it's a little tougher for him to score down low and things like that. So. Um, it's pretty much matchup based with him. And then, I mean, we have no problem throwing him in. If Shiloh gets in foul trouble, he's, he's a viable option for us. And, um, the best part is, is Shiloh loves his success probably more than Shiloh loves his own success. I mean, he's just really feeding into it. And then, uh, you know, to go to the brother thing, I think you're a bad older brother. If your younger brother is not better than you are, um, you know, I, uh, I think Joaquim is probably the one guy that can calm Shiloh down. So we're super fortunate to have him. Um, he's the one guy that Shiloh listened to. And uh, Joaquim has just been so awesome to see him um, help his brother mature and, uh, you know, have that uh, grace that he has towards Shiloh, knowing that, you know, Shiloh's getting a lot of attention. But uh, I think they just know that they need each other. And uh, it's just super cool to see a guy like Joaquin that knows he's going to go play football, be a part of this team and be as excited as any other other 16 that we suit up. I talked to Maya Slough, Grant Allen's coach, at the beginning of the month on the Doug and Daddy show, and it was just one of the weirder things. Their record was not good, one and eight or something like that. Yeah. But only one game were they not in in the fourth quarter, and yeah. now they're winning games. Tell me what you're going to see Friday night. Uh, they're going to get after our tail. Uh, me and Coach Slough are, are best friends, and uh, you know we, we talk to each other all the time on a consistent basis. I know what he's going to do. He knows what I'm going to do. He probably knows more what I'm going to do than I know what he's going to do. But uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, they're going to get after it. They play their, their matchup zone type thing. They run a little 3-2. They get extended on stuff. They run good sets. Their kids are going to play hard. They're going to shoot threes. 
um, you know, it's one of those things where um, it's, it's a rivalry game, and uh, we know that, and it just kind of makes it cool that we're best buds, too. And uh, so if we got to talk about getting amped up for a GI Carney game, then uh, we've got problems. So um, going to be a ton of energy in the gym. Guys are going to be ready to play. It should be a good high school basketball game because, again, we've talked about it like a broken record, but throw the records out here late because we've got a target on our back, and everybody wants to – I mean, we, we can jumpstart next year's season – or they can finish off this season with some good feelings about it if, if somebody can come in and clip us. So um, we know we're going to get everybody's best shot, and our guys got to prepare the right way during the week and uh, just um, do that. So I didn't ask you about it Saturday because I kind of always get that coach's uh, feedback or, or by the book here, but 10 straight wins, it is a school record. Uh, a comment on that? You know, I, I think it just shows that you got to have purpose and uh, you got to have something you're playing for. You know, if you're just playing the game of basketball, just play the game of basketball. Um, I don't know that you're ever going to be as good as you possibly could be. And uh, you got to play for something bigger than that. And uh, our guys have bought into this thing and, and this community and, and going and, and trying to get a record and different things. So um, you could just tell in the, in the start of the year we were just playing basketball because it's fun to play. And uh, it's, it's got to mean more than that. And when you get a bunch of high school guys to buy into that concept and, and really play for each other, and play for the community and and play for something. Um, it's amazing at how much more engagement and intent there is, and our effort just goes skyrocket. And then you see what happens. I mean, uh, we go rattle off some some wins. So, well, it's a good streak. Let's keep it going. Grand Island rolls in, then it's off to Papio, and then uh, we'll see you next week here for the big rematch with Norfolk. So, uh, best of luck, buddy. Yep, it's, it's all building, man. It's an awesome time of the year, and we got to make sure we're preparing ourselves the right way. So, all right, man. We'll Appreciate see it, Doug. We'll you see bet. you later. Drake Bronick, head coach of the Carney Bearcats. They win it tonight by a score of 64 to 37. And uh, in the girls' game, of course, it uh, goes to uh, Carney 42 to 37. Mariah Ross 14, Kelsey Clark 12, Alexis Mishu 11 for uh, Hastings. 12 points for Julia Reimer on four threes, and Olivia Douglas 12 points, 10 rebounds. Tatum Bender had 11. There's so much going on tonight uh, in the world of sports. I'll run down uh, what we can for you at this point uh, from a conference tournaments. We've got more on the boys' side uh, from tonight. And let's see what we can add here for you. Carney Catholic boys finish off Ravenna 69-42 to is the final score there. Also, SEM beat Elwood tonight 82-40. to Wilcox Hildreth clipped Overton in the Fort Carney Conference Tournament 56-40. to Also tonight, uh, St. Cecilia uh, was about ready to uh, finish it, and they have now. St. Cecilia 52, Adam Central 40 was the final score uh, there. Arcadia Loop City led the Gibbon boys at halftime. 33 to uh, 15 was the uh, final or was the uh, halftime score in that ball game. Some of the uh, girls contests from uh, earlier tonight, Blue Hill a winner over Shelton, Cambridge beat Bertrand, Franklin over Harvard, St. Cecilia beat Adams Central 58-33, Carney Catholic beat Centura in the Lou Platte 49 to 18. Also tonight, Ravenna hits one at the buzzer to beat Donovan Trumbull and avoid a major upset 49-47. Red Cloud beat Kennesaw. Sandy Creek won better than Fillmore Central. St. Paul had to go double overtime to beat Arcadia Loop City's girls 47-44. And Sutton beat Thayer Central 49-41. Tri-City Storm a winner tonight 4-1. And Creighton 76-67 the winner tonight in their contest over Butler. 
That's going to wrap things up. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. No doubt what the Osara Care moment of the game was, the 15-0 start for Carney. It set the pace, and it never got uh, dangerous tonight. Hastings played better but uh, they never threatened to come back in this basketball game. A Sarah Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. For our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda. Fort Kearney Conference Thursday, Friday, and Saturday here on ESPN. Lou Platt Thursday through Saturday on Classic Hits 98.9. Kearney Boys 64, Hastings 37. Good night, everyone. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. And I'm like, it's not Higgleston. That's that dude that was dating Taylor Swift.